Welcome to the Triple Confirmed Podcast, where we discuss Bitcoin price talk, trading ideas, and much, much more. I am your host, The Baked Potato, a six-year crypto analyst and crypto YouTuber. Today's date is September 6th, and this is episode 240. Hopefully, you guys are having a great Wednesday today. Absolutely lovely to see you guys back here on YouTube for this wonderful Wednesday. Today is beautiful out comparatively to the previous couple weeks that we've had. So I'm having a great day. It's beautiful. Sun is shining. I'm doing some barbecue. It's a great day. As always, we've got some important things to cover today. What's going on with Bitcoin in the middle of the week? What can we expect for the rest of the week? And uh, potentially what to come in for the weekend. So as always, starting off with our macro timeframes. Weekly, what do we got going on? What do we see? Well, where, where, where? Nothing's a whole, you know, honestly, like things have not completely changed over the last three to four weeks. We've been continuing to roll over, continuing to turn down, continuing to come down. We are starting to see a little bit of flatlining potentially in the money flow, meaning that the sell volume, you know, kind of chilling out, kind of chilling out a little bit near the end of this thing. We definitely still have some downside potential potentially from here, potentially from a lower high. Still, if we are to come back up, the shorter terms, as we'll get into, are kind of pointing in that direction of uh, bounce before we see uh, an actual break of the key level of $25,000. So yeah, let's continue. Quick comment from Ollie. Uh, TA really is really throwing me off. First, I thought everything going to plan since nice pump after dump, but then it dumped right back down. <laughs> it looks so weak. And now it's looking quite good again. Yeah, it, it's honestly, I think a lot of it, what's going on is, you know, manipulation coming in from the financials, from the large corporations that are trying to scoop up the Bitcoin, right? I think they understand more so that no one's paying attention. It's a perfect time to be consolidating it back and forth within a much larger range in a higher term time frame, because that's what kind of pushes people away right? People love the short-term day-to-day gains. I want to make money for tomorrow, not for next month, not for next year, not for 10 years, right? But those big boys, that's what they're thinking about, right? How much money can I make for next year? How much money can we make if we buy this much through this amount of time? And you have to realize, you know, the volumes are low. If they impact price too much, it drops or it pumps. So they're, I don't know, it would make sense that we just kind of slowly you know, sideways consolidate while they're still picking up large orders. Yes. All right. Macro, again, the biggest thing we have here going for us for uh, a still like bullish case for the rest of the year is that essentially, obviously, we have fibs extending to the upside. We still are holding market structure up as long as we are closing weekly candles above $25,000. That is good. That is exciting. Um, but as we, as we said, you know, we're kind of starting to see a little bit of potential bottoming out in this area, in this range, right? We can absolutely still test into towards 25 on a day-to-day basis, maybe for a day or two, and then work our way back up here. Um, this is the first daily close. I think that we've had below 25,800 now head over here to our daily, turn it on to normal candles for a whole heck of a second. And let's take a little looky. It was... So we did close our first candle body daily yesterday. It was actually yesterday. We haven't seen that much reaction. Obviously, we had like, a, you know, a, a sell off this morning and a pump right back up. Somewhat more of a doji going on on the daily than anything else. So, I mean, 
you know, there is still, like I said, hopium here that um, an actual bounce or maybe some sort of uh, recovery rounded off top for a converging wave is still in the works. This pump to 28k, obviously just too early, retested uh, structure and previous support now resistance and obviously rejected very hard from that zone. Uh, and we've continued to consolidate. So let's continue breaking ourselves into the medium term macro. We can see four day again, giving us a little bit of hopium here. Market structure being bullish, potentially still holding up money flow in the green and potentially pinching off for some sort of green dot. Wolfpack making its way back towards the zero line as well. Yeah, it's it's you know again we don't have a converging wave. I think is the is the biggest thing we don't have that confirmation wave that this divergence is absolutely for sure going to play out. You know, it's pretty it's a pretty clear divergence. It's on both of our Wolfpack and our Market Liberator, but it is not showing up in the money flow. Very interesting uh, point that I'd like to point out is that you know it's not absolutely everything pointing to an absolute like, destruction of price pushing us back into 20. You know, it's still a possibility um, that we do break our key level of 25 and then end up retesting into our major levels of 22 to 20, even potentially seeing some sort of COVID. You know, we have COVID news potentially coming next month, lockdowns, mandates, blah, 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 blah. I don't want to get into it. You know, weird. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's a very similar pattern to what we had going on back here. If I'm being very blunt and honest, you know, um, I really don't want to see a full on like death spiral crash of Bitcoin in this sense. Um, but if we get it, I'll take it. I'll take lows of 16K again if it's really, you know, the fear kind of is driven into people's brains. But I, I don't think it's going to be the same case. Honestly, I don't think that the whole world's going to go to shit in this. In this is what I'm saying. Is that a possibility? Yes. Midterm macros right now. Turning around. The money flows, though, are not looking as great. Daily, two-day, still on their way down, even though potentially we're starting to pinch off, potentially starting to push back up on the wolf pack. We're still in a range as far as the daily is concerned. We're just closer to the bottom of said range than the top. So the likelihood of going back up, you know, 27K at the weakest point possible for the bulls would give us a beautiful 618 retest of the previous bullish uh, fib structuring, all that good stuff. That's a high possibility, so like 27,300. It's kind of giving me some uh, some feelers there. And or potentially even a 382 retest of 28,8 is very still much in the cards if we are going to actually spend some time up here and, and like build an actual converging wave to roll us over. More time spent. This is not enough time or enough of an actual uh, foundation of a pattern here, right, in comparison to what we've already seen built out. Right, so once we start getting into our inner day stuff, 12 hour, 16 hour, um, they're also actually not looking too bad at all. 12 hour ended up closing with pretty much a doji, um, 16 hour in the same boat, a little bit of bullish divergence showing up on the wolf pack, nothing else. So, I mean, it's not the strongest signal in the world. We are very close to the bottom of the fib, but as we can see, it wasn't even fully extended, uh, full on bearish mode from 28k again, giving me a little bit of opium that we are going to see some sort of correctional bounce dead cap bounce maybe actually spend some time up in 28k because you know it's a pretty it's a pretty freaking important level it's a pretty freaking important level we've seen a lot of back tests retests up in this zone you know i think it's important obviously if we can't 
uh, consolidate ourselves back up and over instead of turning ourselves back down we may be in trouble of just seeing continuation to the downside i want to point something out as well that i found a matter a couple days ago i guess actually just looking at the previous formation of the bottom at around 15,000 this was back in uh, november of 2022 right and before we saw our whole like the last year of rally essentially this move of 3 we're potentially forming out a very, very similar fractal as it would be, as we can see. Um, Percentage-wise, moves, timing-wise, it's all kind of lining up. And the fact that we're seeing this doji now and we're actually turning back up into this, you know, it just it, it gives, gives it a little bit more merit that this is kind of a possibility. You know, we're at the bottom of a potential rising wedge. Um, there's quite a bit of support here in multitudes of places um and it would seem that an upside move is more likely at this point now this pattern ultimately bearish right but like how much longer could we actually be in this pattern it could be all year it could literally be until january before we're actually you know deciding whether this is going to the next year is going to be super bullish you know let's say spot etf news blah 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 whatever you know Let's not speculate, but crazy stuff starts happening. We could see this thing actually break bullish. What, what kind of target, you know, could we expect for that? Um, somewhere between like a 60 to 80%, I would think, type of move. Even potential for like some sort of bull flag continuation from that. Blah, 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 blah. It could be really, really good. But, you know, this is a bearish pattern. We're probably only about 70% through it. So I would think that, you know, doing some sort of fractal of this previous move that we've just done for the last year over the next five months, right? It's about half the size, about half the time kind of lines up. It's very possible, very possible. We'll have to see again. You know, I think we're closer to support in more ways than one than we are to actually breaking down, turning this into resistance. You know, money flows are agreeing with what I'm saying that we're actually seeing less sell volume here. Yeah. And, you know, BlackRock averaged in 25.5, baby. So, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to see, my friends. Um, Obviously, this could all go to shit if everything turns itself back down. The fact that the weekly still TC down and not really seeing any signs of completely shifting at this point, um, other than maybe these divergences that hit on the last week and the fact that we're kind of flatlining out could be like underlying signs of actually turning back up for some more bullish action over the course of the rest of this year yeah break 25k then everything i'm saying gets thrown out the window and you have to be aware of that you know breaking the key level of macro support would be very very bad on a closing basis for say um i would give it maybe a one day close below that might be okay as long as it comes right back up and closes above the next day something in that you know idea but otherwise i'd be like Get the heck out. The trend is completely down. You know, you don't go against weekly signals. They've been flippy flopping the last three signals as well. So, you know, there is a major move coming, right? When this thing gets all choppy, big things happen. So just state, stay on the side of caution, my friends, I think is what I'm trying to get at. It's just like looking pretty good until we have a converging wave or a higher high, you know, higher, low, higher, high. I wouldn't call it one or the other. 
All right, uh, let's get into the short terms. I kind of got off track there, guys. Sorry about that. Um, short term wise, four hour. Uh, yeah, not looking too shabby. Still up, absolutely like, you know, ranging at this point. 25.8 and 25.5. Very tight, $300 range. We are seeing some stacked up bullish divergences on every indicator between uh, Money Flow, Market Liberator, and Wolfpack. So, I mean, overall, you know, I, as I said a couple days ago, I still think that this is potentially a bullish setup, at least to get some sort of retest back up 27 at the minimum, 27,300 ish, and or 28 in the middle, 28,8, probably in the best case scenario, 28,5. Yeah. So, I mean, if obviously, if all this bullish stuff like starts to get totally turned back down, we start breaking supports, it starts to look, less and less likely right but for now midterm short terms giving us a signal for potentially a starting entry money flow on the two hour hourly not looking too shabby not looking too shabby but again trends down just yeah caution caution my friend caution all right let's talk about nasdaq and s&p because they obviously had a very horrific day <laughs> for traditionals things kind of went to shit absolutely kind of fell off a bit of a cliff Bit of a head and shoulders, neckline broke. We have since broken down. I don't see really any like bullish divergence or anything at this point. Um, I'm looking at this more of a dead cat bounce, more than likely to reject off of the shorter term time frame 618 level here, pretty much right above where NASDAQ is right now for continuation lower towards the bottom of the FIBS. Um, 382, I expect some reaction, 15236 kind of zone. Probably uh, the next step if we are going to completely reject here or if we make our way up a little bit higher, maybe like 15,450 type of zone before seeing uh, some sort of advanced head and shoulders here actually play out. I think this is only part one of potentially a three-part dumpola, as shitty and as sad as that may be. Um, the overallness, money flow looking bad. The medium-term macros continuing to turn over and not look great. The only thing going for... The NASDAQ and the S&P right now are that the macros look hot. Like, they look great. <laughs> you know, the money flow absolutely still ripping. Um, the FIBs still have a lot of room to go. Basically, they're not testing the top until they're testing almost new all-time highs on both of these charts. So, it does seem like we're running into the 618 of the weekly on both uh, NASDAQ and S&P. Staying close to it here. Right, so we're running in we're running into some issues uh, with the resistance right above our heads. So I don't think it's going to be a big deal for that long. Pretend, you know, again, medium short terms probably do end up keep continuing to come back down. But the overallness of this thing, like by next week or the week after, none of this sell off. You know, two hundred points, four hundred points move is going to matter. I don't think so. Just something to you know play on the. Play on the side of things if the stock market is just absolutely geared to run and rip um bitcoin at some point will you know pull itself out of the dirt dust itself off and say okay i'm done being a little child about this and we can actually go up with everything else i think the daily golden pocket on tc indicator is a strong target my thought is we grab liquidity below the triple uh, the triple bottom 25k so between 24 and 25 bounce to 27 come down to 23 it's possible it is possible i mean um for btc right now i mean i think 
the thing that would snap us down would be closing uh, below. It looks like twenty five four fifty. Um, we start closing stuff below twenty five four fifty. Obviously, we still have twenty five k on the dot right there. We may still see some support, but yeah, if we twenty five k first instead of bouncing from here and using this momentum that we do kind of have already built up uh, to help push us up, then you're probably right. The bounce would be weaker. You know, we potentially break uh, this downtrend channel to the downside and then snap up and then actually, you know, take a bigger step down. I could see that for sure. But if we do end up using this momentum now, I still think, you know, I like I said, we need a macro converging wave or at least something a little bit more predominant of, you know, of a lower high. Um, definitely could break down first. Could break down first. Break below 25. Then come up and sit around 28 for a little bit. You know, maybe we're closer into like October, November by that time. And then Christmas starts to take a shit <laughs> from there. You know what I'm saying? Let's head over here to the total. Take a little peeky peeky. Same thing as Bitcoin. Actually, even more predominant, I would say, for our, uh, this doji is what I'm talking about in these medium term time frames. Still holding up at the 236. We are closing... Candle body closes lower and lower and lower each time. We are still stacking some bullish divergences as far as this chart is concerned, right? And it does still look like we're potentially looking for bounce in here as well. But the overallness, the macro is still absolutely dog shit. Dog shit. So nothing crazy as of yet. Things haven't totally changed. The macro has not changed into the bull's favor at this point. So... Steering on caution. Steering on caution. Um, let's see here. Uh, I think I've beaten it into everyone's head around here that one trillion dollars is the most important level on total. We need to pay attention to what's going on here. We've just been like tickling along this level for a couple weeks now, four weeks, um, since we came down to it. So it's still holding, in my opinion. Money flow again, kind of flatlining out. Not really giving us a whole heck of a lot just because volume and volatility is so low still. It does look like getting back above 1.03 may end up uh, throwing the market structure back in our favor to the upside. Um, again, pretty clear bullish divergences if they are triple confirmed. If they're not, if everything's turned back down in the next two to three days, right, we could end up restructuring our fibs into a more bearish posture holding the market structure bearish at this point right now at that 1.03. Ah, and then, uh, and then you know, looking for some sort of continuation flag type of deal from what we saw, and that could lead us into a 900 billion total market cap, meaning we, uh, we just lost 10% of the total. Sad stuff is kind of what I'd be shooting for. If and only if, again, we break below $1 trillion on the total. Okay. Head back over here to Bitcoin quick, check the shorter term time frames, and then I'm going to end off the podcast segment of the of this <laughs> video, whatever you want to call this. Um, yeah, short terms are not looking bad. They're not looking too bad. I would love to see market structure actually flip back into a 25.5 posturing. We've got seven bullish divergences stacked up across our MACD, Histogram, RSI, MOM, BVA, BVA. <laughs> OBV, <laughs> Money Flow Index, and Wolfpack. There's quite a bit of bullish divergence going on here between multiple, multiple indicators. You got you got Money Flow on your side. Yeah, short terms. Not looking too bad. See where we go, my friends. Okay, 
As always, these episodes are brought to you in part by TripleConfirmation.com. You guys are listening live on the web, RSS feed, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and you want to check out what the heck we've been doing, what we're talking about, head over to TripleConfirmation.com. Got all our information of our Discord, our automated trading bot, all the good stuff. Again, that's TripleConfirmation.com. Be sure to catch us back here on Friday for your next good dose of Crypto TA. Take care. Bye-bye.